Welcome back to Rockhound Radio, where we are starting our very next game, and that is Bioshock, where we will be traveling through the rapture and just trying to figure out what the hell is exactly going on. So along with the podcast episode, you can also get on YouTube, go to Rockhound Radio, and check out gameplay. So I talked about it a little bit before last week, <clears throat> just to uh, just to kind of tell get everybody ready for what's going to happen um each week from now on you will get one hour of gameplay plus a half hour highlight cast which uh it'll just be a cool little cool little episode to get caught up on everything and just kind of stay ahead with the game you know that way if you don't have time to watch a video or all of it you know you can just sit back chillax and listen to the pod but uh, yeah i thought it'd be really cool my uh, my loving wife and supportive wife got me a capture card for my birthday so uh, we're putting it to some good use i'm really excited um, it's actually really good quality, I think, for uh, what I'm doing, and I don't know, I'm really excited to be able to share that with you guys, so definitely go to YouTube, check that out. You can uh, definitely look at, if you do anything, <clears throat> go to the video, go to the 58-minute mark, and watch as I get like my own jump scare in. I, uh, you can hear my wife in the background because she didn't realize I was recording, and she, she's like yelling. She's like, babe? And then I could have swore. So I record upstairs and I could have swore like I heard the floor behind me or, you know, because you try to when you're recording or, you know, especially gaming, I try to like just put myself right there. And, you know, I'm just kind of in my own little bubble, like anything outside of the bubble. I just uh, I really don't pay much attention to. But I could have swore somebody was literally standing like right behind me. And I like turned. And when I turned, I just I jumped. And I'm telling you right now, it scared the hell out of me for whatever reason. Um, <clears throat> plot twist, nobody was, well, not really plot twist, but spoiler, nobody was there. So, well, at least I don't think. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be really fun. We're playing uh, Bioshock. I'm probably going to play Bioshock 1 and 2. And, you know, we're just going to go on like a little Bioshock adventure for the next probably, I don't know, month or two months. It just depends on uh, depends on just how fast we get through it. But, yeah, I'm really excited. The... Uh, I remember Bioshock when it first came out, but uh, I will say, like I talked about in the video, it came out in, let's see, it was released back in 2007, and it scared the it scared the hell out of me. When I was younger, and I never really played like scary video games. I wasn't big in Resident Evil. I didn't, I don't know, like they always kind of freaked me out a little too much. So like this being like a horror first person shooter type, whatever, um, this was probably like one of the early scary games I ended up playing, um, but no, it really did freak me out a couple times, and there's certain parts throughout the first gameplay video that you'll see me point out from, uh, and then we'll, we'll talk about some of that in the highlights. But yeah, we're going to be playing Bioshock, and then after we finish that, we'll probably just jump right into Bioshock 2. I don't know, maybe we'll do like a interstitial season, you know, maybe an in-between, because I have to do the sequel. I mean, I just have to. But uh, yeah, it'll be really fun. Bioshock 2, definitely, I'm really looking forward to playing that. Um, the sequel is just, I thought it was just really good. They, uh, they introduce a lot of new mechanics and the concept of it. It's just, it's awesome. It's still got that weird, creepy feeling and everything that was the rapture and still is, but, uh, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun and I'm excited. And I will say the, uh, if you guys remember, if you ever played Bioshock two, um, when it first came out years ago, they had actually like an online multiplayer and dude, the multiplayer used to be off the chains. I mean, seriously, it was super fun. I remember playing on the PS3, and actually my nephews, they both, and oh, they were just good. Like, it was it was insane. 
and we had a lot of fun. You could run around with a shotgun or like a rail gun and all just all kinds of stuff. And it was just uh, it was awesome. I maybe I have to look up some look up like the uh, what playlist or not playlist, but what modes they used to have. But yeah, it was just it was a good time. I thought it was awesome. It would have been cool to see like a multiplayer Bioshock game like come out now on like the new consoles. I really think that uh, I really think they need to like revisit the whole Bioshock thing on the next gen consoles, just because it was such like a, such a staple in the first person horror shooter games years ago. It was, it's just awesome. It's got that. I mean, even now, um, you'll in during the video, during the gameplay video, you'll see me like I get, sometimes I just get too sucked into it. And I'm like, just, it's just a whole feeling. I don't know. You get that old like fifties and sixties vibe. And you got like the classical somewhat music in the background followed by a bunch of crazies, but uh, we're just going to hop right into the beginning of the game. So right off the bat, you are basically you're in a plane and that plane goes down and you crash into the ocean. And I think like, I think it's like somewhere over the Atlantic is what it says. So you, this plane crashes and somehow you manage to survive and when you come up to the top, you breach the surface of the water, you see a giant tower just kind of looming over you. The water's on fire, the plane crash, debris coming in from the air still and hitting the water. And, you know, everything's just kind of going crazy. And you start, it starts you out by swimming to this tower. Now, I realize, like, what are the chances? But, you know, maybe it was meant to be. Maybe you were supposed to crash here. I will say, though, like, you couldn't get much luckier, and I guess it's somewhat sort of luck. But uh, yeah, you find this creepy ass tower and these like double doors. You get up to it, and it's almost like it reminds you of like a lighthouse. And I'm actually I'm pretty sure it's what it's referred to. And I'm and I almost I think I just saw something this past week while looking stuff up for this game that uh, there's actually like somewhere it's marked on Google Earth or there's like somewhere somebody marked this actually like in the world. So you have to check that out. But uh no, you now that you've survived your plane crash and you know everybody else in the plane and the debris, everything's you know in the water, you're the lone survivor. You uh walk into this tower and it's just got this like weird, creepy vibe. Like you're like, man, am I even really supposed to be here? And I remember like tiptoeing, literally tiptoeing around this when I first played it years ago. Just like expecting who I didn't even know what to expect. I was like, oh man, like I remember coming home. I got the game that afternoon and I think I just like picked it up in Walmart. I was like, man, this looks fun to play. And I got home later that night and I was like, ooh, it's like, it's dark. I ain't playing this shit tonight. I will wait till tomorrow. So I'm pretty sure I waited till the next morning to play it. But uh, yeah, I really didn't like scary games. I was like, hell no. I didn't even like scary movies for the longest time. But I waited to the next morning and then I took off into my adventure into Rapture. But I uh, know you go into this tower, you go down to like the bottom floor and you will find like a little submarine thing and you go inside of it. It's like a little pod. You pull this lever and all of a sudden you take off underwater. And as you get going underwater, you start seeing like this underground or yeah, underground, this underwater city. That's like, uh, it's almost like a, like imagine like a Vegas feel like a Las Vegas feel underwater mixed with a little bit of like Atlantis, like forgotten underwater castle treasure, whatever. I don't know. It's just, it's just a really cool, like you're flying or floating through 
the water in this pod and it's just kind of like showcasing rapture and you hear some like stuff in the background and you see like a big giant like a whale uh swim underneath of you and it's just i don't know it's just a really cool vibe you go through and like i said you got all like these neon lights and just i think one of them says i think it's like cocktail lounge and uh i don't know it's just like a super cool vibe i remember seeing it the first time and i was like whoa like it's definitely it's definitely something cool to see um i know one of my buddies good friend of mine messaged me when i told him i sent him like a little like snippet of bioshock i said dude this is what's coming like in a week or so and later on that day he texted me he's like man I queued up that game to download because now you make me want to play that. He's like, you got to slow down with all this stuff. But no, it is. Uh, it's just cool to know that a lot of the a lot of my friends and stuff have played these games before, just not in a long time. So this might be a great time to revisit them. It's a short game. It should only be about twelve hours. It's, it says average of twelve hours to beat the game. So I mean, we'll see how long that takes. I don't know. I'm playing in like probably hour chunks of the video. I figured that just keep it simple, but uh, we'll see how long it takes us. I don't know. We hell, maybe we might set a new land speed record. But yeah, you fly into the rapture, and pretty soon your pod finds a home. You go through this little like docking area, and once you get docked up, you see you see a man standing there, and he is like frightened. And then in front of him, you see like this person that is. I don't even know. Like you could tell like something's wrong with them. They're like deformed. They got these crazy hook hands and he, they pretty much got that dude right in front of you, like in front of your pod. And at that point in time, you're like, oh shit. Like, I don't, I don't know where I am, why I'm here or what the hell's happening, but none of it can be good. So this like, which you will come to find out, these are called splicers. So this splicer jumps on top of your pod, starts like cutting a hole in it and being all crazy and i think it gets like it either gives up or gets electrocuted or whatever it really happens it doesn't really specify um but it cuts a giant hole in the top of your pod trying to get to you and then it like runs away and you hear a two-way radio behind you and there's a familiar voice or not a familiar voice but a voice that you will find familiar after some time and that is a man called atlas and atlas is on the radio he pretty much says, I don't know, you know, why or how you got here, but he's going to help you out. And then pretty much in turn, he expects you to help him out. Just like it's every video game ever, right? You crash land or, you know, dive into this mystery world of wonder and whimsy. And here you are all of a sudden like, hey, you need to uh, you need to do this for me because I can't. But yeah, you you pick up this radio and Atlas pretty much takes you through what I would call like the intro and. He helps you pick up a weapon. He explains the game to you. You pick up this wrench. You get a little farther in and you will find yourself face to face with what they call a plasmid. So these plasma plasmids are like they're like pretty much like power ups and for people and they showcase them in like that old like 1950s style. Like I don't even like almost a vintage film and it's just it looks really cool when they talk about it, it reminds me of uh, stuff they did in Fallout. But uh, these plasmids give you power. Some of them, I think one of them, I think the first one you get is uh, electric. And once you you basically shoot this giant needle in your arm and get this power, and then all of a sudden, like, you just, you pass out because it's just too much. You get some creepy, I don't know, some, like, bottom feeders come by and 
Um, they're like, oh, you know, we're going to, I don't know what their plans were. I'm sure it wasn't anything good. They basically just leave you for dead. They, or they, he actually says, it looked like someone just popped their cherry <laughs> and he uh, kind of just moves on. You're like, oh, okay. And uh, pretty soon you'll hear some like rumbling footsteps and you'll see a little girl come right up next to you. And what you're looking at is a little sister and accompanied by her big daddy. And these are, these are pretty big deals in this game. They harvest Adam out of, you know, anybody and everybody left, I guess. But I know they harvest this Adam and because Adam runs everything in the rapture power ups it like make, it's what turns people crazy and almost like a fiend for that stuff. Like, Oh man, like, uh, like sharks in a water with a little bit of blood. But uh, yeah, it is, I don't know, it is pretty crazy, but the little sister lets you live, and soon after that, you will uh, wake up, and then you'll be like, oh man, what is this newfound power I have? And you have the uh, power to shoot electricity out of your hands, so it's, it's pretty crazy, pretty cool. There are some really, really badass powers you end up getting, but uh, you find yourself and you can hit these little electrical boxes to open up doors or like do elevators and things like that. So you'll make your way out and you're still pretty much in the intro here. Um, when you get so far after you get your electric power up, you'll come to almost like a stage, right? And then overlooking this, it's not even really a stage, I guess, but you're up in the rafters, like looking down and what I would assume or not assume, but as I portray to be a stage, cause it's like definitely a cool show. You, uh, you see like one of the live big daddies and, little sisters down there. And when it gets like the big daddy isn't around and there's like a splicer that shows up to try to do something dirty, the, uh, the big daddy like jumps out of nowhere, grabs a hold of him, runs a giant drill through him and like crushes him up against the glass. And uh, you really do see what kind of just horror that we're going to be in for this game. So uh, we're going to go to break. We come back for break. We'll uh, finish up and, you know, talk about the rest of the episode. All right. I'll see you guys in a minute. All right. We are back from break. We are ready to wrap this episode up. So uh, where we left off, we have gotten our plasmid. We've went up the elevator to where you can find your very first gun. And what I would like to call probably the biggest, like, this game, like I said, when it scared me, dude, and, like, the first time I played this game, and I even talked about it in the video, you get to the top of this elevator, and around the corner, there would be, like, a woman, and she's standing over a carriage, and she's, like, just talking just crazy, right? And I'm like, oh, my God, like the worst thing in horror movies, games, anything horror related is kids. Right. You're like, oh, God, there better not be a creepy ass little girl or creepy ass little kid. And, you know, But uh, let alone like in a carriage, like a baby, you're like, oh, my God, what could this possibly be? And she's like cooing over this thing. And I sneak up behind her. I hit her with the bolt and hit her with the wrench and you give her the old one, two punches, Atlas calls it. And then inside the carriage, you will find a revolver. So that's your first, the first gun you find is a revolver. And I just thought it was kind of funny when I was like so scared when I first played it. And then when I finally got or when I went up there and got through it, I was like, oh, it's just a, it's just a gun. But uh, no, I thought it was kind of funny. You others, uh, a whole bunch, once you get into this part and um, really get introduced into the game and it pretty much opens up, you can, you know, mind you, uh, Bioshock is kind of, it's not what I would call like open but it's kind of like an open level. There's quite a bit of different places you can find, you know, hidden little passageways. So keep your eyes open for like little ducks. You can, you know, crouch down and like knock out the vent to crawl through to get 
ammo or weapons or whatever the uh, you'll also run into oh man there's security bots cameras vending machines for ammo different uh, vending machines for tonics um, one of my favorite gimmicks in the bioshock games i've always been hacking so if you go to like you can hack a vending machine to get cheaper prices you can buy out the machine use an auto hack tool or you can just go old school and hack it which the mini game for this is it's like a water, it's like a tube and water, and you got to float around with the different puzzles. It is really fun. It's like once you start getting into like later in the game, some of the hacking, especially safes, they can uh, they can they can get pretty crazy. But along your way in your journey, you will find different plasmids to do. There's like physical ones. There's all kinds of like different power ups. You end up finding an a fire plasmid along with a telekinesis. Both of these, they pretty much, the game pretty much drives you through on where to go and what to find. You're going to make your way through the medical pavilion and you basically try to get out and the whole place goes in like lockdown mode. And there's only one guy, it's like a Dr. Steinman and Dr. Steinman has this, the key you need. So basically it's a big whole thing to go through the entire level to pick up this different, to pick up everything you need to get to Dr. Steinman and the, uh, and basically what I cut off. But I know you'll go through, you'll pick up some really cool plasmids, you pick up a fire one, and if once you pick up the fire one, you'll come to realize that you can melt the ice on the ground, and that's how you progress into the different areas. You can also melt the ice on the ground to find ammo or health. You can pretty much drink, eat, whatever you find. Um, wine, alcohol will make you very drunk, very fast. So, uh, yeah, that's, I actually, in the video, I accidentally, I think I drank like a couple bottles of whiskey pretty quick and I was like, Oh, shouldn't have done that. But, uh, no, it is really cool. You can find all sorts of stuff laying around on the ground. And as far as like the perks go or the tonics, you can get different tonics for like your security or your physical things like that. As far as like, I have one to power up my wrench. I have one for hacking that like slows down stuff. There is one I talk about that in the video. Um, I can't think of what it's called, but it's a basically it's a plasmid or a tonic that allows you once you're like hacking something, if the security, which, you know, the security pops off, I think pretty soon, about halfway through the, the video, I get busted by a security camera. And what they do is they send out drones and these little drones will like attack you, but you can hack them as well to uh, fight for your side, which I, I would heavily advise, but I uh, know I get busted and there's a tonic you get later in the game that basically allows you, if you stand still, it'll make you invisible. So you can set off whatever alarm and the bots will come and all you got to do is just wait out your time. So I'll be keeping my eye out, eye out for that. There's uh, several, like I said, there's several different things you can get for upgrades and uh, it's just a really cool, you end up somewhere in the medical pavilion on i think it's like the second floor so once you go through the top floor there'll be some enemies there will be a few vending machines some turrets you can hack which i definitely advise people to hack all the turrets you can because uh you'll definitely they definitely help with uh, the wandering splicers and eventually like the big daddies but uh you will let's see i don't remember yeah the that's awesome. Yeah, the, the weapons. So you get to the second floor of 
the medical pavilion. I can't remember. It's like there's like a dentist office and some crazy shit down there. There's all kinds of weird people and splicers. But now you get to the second floor and you've already by by now you've picked up the fire plasmid and you can melt the snow. And as you melt your snow, as you're going through, you will basically find like a uh, you'll find like a center like an open room and in the center of the floor you will find a shotgun and you're like oh boy like hell yeah i'm about to be popping off now and you pick the shotgun up dude and all the lights just cut right like out and all of a sudden you hear like splicers running around people being crazy and you're just like freaking out and they're all rushing you and you know pretty much <laughs> it's like an introduction for the gun you know they're like all right here's a shotgun now use it to kill a bunch of people it's going to rush you but no, down here you will pick up the plasmid for telekinesis, and the telekinesis will—it'll—it'll it'll help you out in the long run. They will, which I never realized this when I played it years ago. But I was like, man, this is uh, this is actually pretty cool. Like I didn't realize how useful it really could be. Once you fought your way all through pretty much the lower half of the medical pavilion, you got your telekinesis. You got the fire shotgun you're just ready to roll around you've done you know you've been introduced to the rapture and man it couldn't be more i don't even know scary i guess if it was like me i try to like imagine if it was actually me in the shoes of whatever i'm playing or you know like just right there and dude i won't know i mean yeah, i guess you would only have like one option either survive or don't but yeah it's definitely definitely a crazy world because i can only imagine if Things like these, things like this, well, I'm sure they happen like in the deep underground area 52, you know, one level higher than level area 51 or lower, just depends. But uh, no, I, I really do picture some of this stuff being probably somewhat real. I mean, we all know that there's all, you know, throughout the world and history, I'm sure if it's just a, you know, a hushed whisper or, you know, a crazy whatever person conspiracy person, whatever. Um, there's probably like gen like actual genetic testing for powers like telekinesis and brain power and all kinds of like just super crazy shit. So like, I definitely feel like that could be a real possibility in life. You know, you never know. There's so much out there in the world that's uncovered that you really don't know about. So, you know, somebody shooting electric out of their hands really isn't the craziest thing I think that uh, one could imagine. But yeah, as you're going through the rapture, You've got all your stuff now. You are ready to finally head towards the Dr. Steinman. And you get to the, you go through and you will find out why you needed the telekinesis plasmid. Because once you walk through this door, there's a, there's an asshole up in this like second story part. And I died so many times when I was younger trying to figure out what exactly I needed to do. But uh, basically he throws grenades down at you. You take your telekinesis, you take a grenade and you throw it where he like blew it up and it like clears the debris and you can also kill him because you don't need that. I'm pretty sure he almost kills me or I forget. There's a really close call with him. I think in the second video, I don't know. We, we can't get too far ahead, but uh, yeah, you get through there and you will finally pretty much come to like Dr. Steinman's area. And this guy is one crazy mother like you get through pretty much is like little office area and you there's like a big surgical area and you come up to like a big three pane glass and you're standing there on the other side and he's got like a what he calls a patient strapped down to the table which most of us refer to a victim 
they uh he's got whoever strapped down and he's like no this isn't right and he like starts talking about how nobody's ever perfect and he's constantly looking for that perfect person and it like highlights he's like this one is to whatever and then like the last one there's like three and they're all strung up like on display behind him and the last one he's like too symmetrical and you're like okay like this mother like the plasmids and the atom have literally drove people crazy like it fried their brains they uh they're almost like dismorphed and just weird looking oh man like chud creatures of the woods or whatever you want to creatures of the underground i don't know these guys are just crazy but he's got like these three victims and they're all pretty much plastered up along the walls and um he find he like kills the one on the table and as he like looks up into the glass he like spots you bust out the glass in front of you and then you guys are in for like a a roundabout right you guys are just at each other's throats but no a big fight breaks out between you and dr steinman and you know you come out victorious because that's what we do we're here we're professional well I mean, we're professional video game players and, you know, who am I? You that Those those type of titles are just uh, self-titled. So if you're ever out there one day and you're like, yeah, you know what? I declare myself a you know professional. You can do that because, you know, who's nobody's going to judge you. You just and if they do to hell with them. But yeah, we defeated Dr. Steinman and we have picked up the key. So uh, basically the key that he has is going to allow us to get through the next part of where we need to go. It'll, I think it's the, let's see here. Yeah, it takes you through to like the bathysphere station and on to the next part of our adventure. But I will cut us off, at least on the adventure, right there because, man, that's all we got for this episode. Well, that's all we have gameplay-wise for the first uh, first hour. So it's definitely going to be pretty interesting. I'm really excited to... Uh, just jump into this whole creating videos and content along with podcast. And I hope you guys like it. And I will say, um, heads up. I, uh, I do, I did die a couple times and what you're going to witness me playing is just straight from the game to the stream. Like, uh, I haven't edited anything in the videos. I don't really see, I don't know. Like personally, I'm like, you know what? I just, I like that wholesome, let it ride kind of feel, you know? Uh, the gameplay is 100%. What you're going to see is hopefully me not die too much. But uh, no, there's a couple times in the second episode where it got really rough. But uh, those big daddies, man, make sure you prepare for anything in this game. You need ammo. You always want to stay up on your money and, you know, hack everything you can to save money because trust me, you are going to need it. But I know it's a it's I will say I'm I'm loving this game, playing it again. The whole like drop down in and this crazy world of drug-filled, psychotic, probably cannibals, honestly. Um, you got this guy, Atlas, and, you know, here you are. Atlas is guiding you through the rapture. And uh, if you get tired of if you get tired of Atlas, just know you can always come to Rockhound Radio. I will be your guide through the rapture into the world of crazy underwater, you know, insaneness. But, yeah, that's all we got this week. And uh, we're going to wrap it up a little early because – I got, well, I got work to do. I got more Bioshock to play and uh, I just got to keep bringing you guys stuff. I just want to say thanks again. I always say thanks to all you guys for the support, the love. It's awesome. It's a good feeling. And uh, let me know what you guys think of the video. And uh, I'm really excited to basically re 
you know, put the whole game out there, get the whole experience out. So, yeah, let me know what you think. Get on YouTube and uh, watch a little bit. And like I said, if anything, go to the 58-minute mark and watch me basically shit my pants. So, no, it's been awesome. It's been fun. So we will see you guys next week for more Bioshock and this Friday for who knows what because I I wouldn't say I'm like a huge procrastinator, but I definitely like like spur-of-the-moment episodes where I'm like, you know what, boom, that's what we're doing. That's what we're recording. But, yeah, it's been fun. I will see you guys next week. And uh, f- you can find Rockhound Radio anywhere you find podcasts. Get on Apple, Spotify, wherever. Leave a review. Leave a rate. And you can also find me at Rockhound Radio on Twitter, TikTok, Facebook. Go there. Send me a message. Send me, a, you know, whatever. If you got a clip, a story, you know, who knows? Maybe you just want to message me and be like, hey, why don't you play this game? I'm tired of this. I don't want this. No, just let me know. I'm always open ears. So I'll see you guys next time.